Hi everyone, welcome to the Lifestyles Medicine podcast. This is Daniel Cho uh, from Lifestyles Medicine, and I'm here with Dr. George Cho, Clinic Director of Pathways to Wholeness Lifestyle Medicine Clinics in Toronto. And we're uh, this is the second episode in a two-part series on the current uh, coronavirus pandemic, uh, also known as COVID-19. Um, in our previous episode, which we encourage you to check out, we talked about uh, the uh, the origins um, of where the uh, coronavirus uh, came from um, and how uh, plant-based eating, which is recommended by Lifestyle Medicine, if more of us did that, could potentially reduce these sorts of zoonotic infections. In this episode, we're going to uh, explore more about the current uh, COVID-19 situation and how that sheds light on the importance of Lifestyle Medicine. So, uh, Dr. Cho, we know that, um, as I mentioned, plant-based nutrition could have potentially helped limit the rise of these sorts of pandemics. Um, is there any other way that lifestyle medicine may help in limiting the effects of the, uh, the current situation that we're in right now? Yeah, well, um, there's a lot that we don't know about COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no vaccine, no drug, and no cure as far as we're aware. But uh, like you asked, can lifestyle could lifestyle medicine help limiting the effects? And I think uh, the answer could be potentially yes. And one reason is uh, is because if you go on the CDC website, they list um, those they list people or conditions or groups of individuals who could be at greater risk of more severe illness from COVID nineteen. And when you look on that list, it's very interesting. They list uh, for elderly, obviously, um, but they also list people with chronic diseases. And they list a few diseases, which is very interesting. They list diabetes, heart disease, uh, cancers, and even obesity. Now, this list is very interesting because uh, in terms of lifestyle medicine, lifestyle medicine, lifestyle medicine can actually help uh, prevent and even potentially reverse many of these diseases. Mm-hmm. So, for right. example, plant-based nutrition has been shown to reduce the risk of and even potentially reverse type 2 diabetes and heart disease. Mm-hmm. Right? We know that plant-based nutrition can help um, reduce the risk of cancer. And, uh, of course, healthy eating helps with weight management. Same with exercise. Exercise is essential for diabetes management, prevention of heart disease, uh, reversal, prevention. It's beneficial for cancer. And, of course, it helps you stay trim, right? Um, right. And, and sleep. Sleep is a major component of lifestyle medicine. And we know that those who are immunocompromised, which, is a, which simply means your immune system is not working optimally, uh, then you're obviously at greater risk of uh, having a more severe illness if you get uh, the virus. So you want to have an optimal immune system. This is, pra- this is perhaps why young people are, seem to be able to maybe handle it a little bit better because their immune systems are generally better than than the elderly, as far as we know now. Well, sleep is very important for your immune system. When we have uh, sleep deprivation, your immune system gets suppressed, right? So... Already you can see here how lifestyle medicine can help people 
confront these uh these uh viral infections uh it won't prevent you getting them because the only way to prevent is really to practice good hygiene and to uh, distance yourself right from people who are infected or from the sources but when we do get infected the question is now what mm-hmm. and living a healthy lifestyle and being in a state where you do not have a chronic disease helps individuals uh better confront the uh an infection when they get that right i know here in ontario um because of limited testing capacity they're focusing on testing individuals who have are showing symptoms of you know, flu like symptoms and who are either elderly over 60 years old who um have a condition um such as the ones you listed like many of them are chronic conditions right and or who, or who have a fever so but if you think about the second one uh, chronic disease I, I think they're doing that because these people are more at risk right that's so right, yeah. and i think definitely the principles of lifestyle medicine have been shown to really reduce the risk and also like you mentioned you know potentially even reverse many of these conditions that's right yeah so and you had talked about you know strengthening your immune system and uh, so whether we have uh coronavirus or not I think many of us are thinking about you know hey how can i stay healthy you know um so what do you is there anything else you think that uh, we can do to you know kind of take care of our health uh, during this time yeah a lot of people are are worried right mm-hmm. uh, and so what can you do well we mentioned a lot of them already now um first i want to emphasize that uh reemphasize there is no cure as far as we're aware uh there are no vaccines and no medications right uh, so the number one thing of course is to limit the spread of the virus so you know good ha- good hygiene like washing your hands sanitizing uh, commonly used surfaces and of course social distancing but and when it comes to lifestyle medicine uh it can be very helpful so for example we mentioned exercise exercise is an immunostimulant a uh, long term chronic exercise helps enhance your immune system how about food well antioxidant rich foods can help with the immune system it neutralizes free radicals which uh decreases the burden on your immune system well where do you get antioxidants well antioxidants are rich in whole plant foods greenly green leafy vegetables um bright colored fruits like blueberries and so forth these are very high in antioxidants we want to encourage all of our all of our listeners to eat plenty of whole plant foods not refined but whole plant foods and of course we mentioned sleep people need to get adequate sleep especially now since uh, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of restrictions on work and so forth it's a good time to start establishing good sleep habits so uh don't suppress your immune system by not sleeping properly you know get enough sleep how you know how do you know if you have enough sleep well when you wake up in the morning you should feel generally refreshed that's a very simple gauge as to whether you got enough sleep and you know something that doesn't get talked about enough is sunlight uh vitamin D is actually very essential as an immunomodulator it's very essential for your immune system and so right now as the weather is slightly getting better you know people can start going outside a little bit uh 
not obviously not in groups but you can still take walks and so forth and get sunlight and sunlight is very important for your immune system and of course right now we're going through a very stressful and anxious time a lot of people are stressed a lot of people are anxious uh, and this can also be have a detrimental effect on your immune system and but the good thing is a lot of the things that we just talked about exercise whole foods plant-based nutrition good sleep and even getting outside in nature these things all help with dealing with uh stress and anxiety so so during this time uh it's probably not the best thing to do to just uh sit there and watch movies you know uh things like that right uh, we want to encourage people to start doing more uh, helpful things and uh, how about supplements? I know I've read on the internet um, people are talking about certain supplements. I think there's one called NAC or something like that. And uh, there's different things that are being talked about. What do you think about supplements? Yep. Um, well, uh, so let's be clear. Uh, there's no supplement that's been proven to work against COVID-19. Right? Obviously, this is a new virus. Uh, there are different supplements that do seem to help with the immune system, different herbs, um, like echinacea, licorice. And, but, you know, I want to uh, emphasize that none of these things are a replacement for good lifestyle habits, right? So, for example, many people in Canada are still eating meat every day, every meal. So, you know, uh, to be honest, before you go out and get a supplement, perhaps try to maybe take out the animal products and eat more plants that's going to do more uh wonders for your health than just simply taking multivitamins and things like that exercising uh the exercise rates among canadians is abysmal so there's nothing that replaces uh, burning calories getting a good sweat nothing and so uh, getting a lot of exercise the Canadian guidelines recommends about 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous aerobic physical activity uh, every week. So that's about 21 minutes or so a day of exercise enough to make you sweat and breathe a little bit harder. So these things are going to be more important than merely taking some supplements, IVs and things like that. Right. Yeah, for sure. You, you can't replace a, a good lifestyle. And that's what lifestyle medicine is all about. That's correct. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about these uh, lifestyle principles, you can visit um, our website, lifestylemed.org slash lifestyle medicine. Or you, you can also visit Dr. Cho's clinic website, pathwaystoholeness.ca slash lifestyle medicine to learn more uh, about lifestyle medicine and these very simple principles that um, we talked about today. So thank you everyone for joining us. We hope that you uh, stay safe and healthy uh, during this time. Uh, we appreciate uh, you uh, taking time to be with us. We hope that you subscribe and uh, leave us a review and a comment. And please do share this podcast with others as well. I want to thank Dr. Cho for joining us. And uh, we hope that you tune into our next episode of the Lifestyle is Medicine podcast. Uh, until then, remember, your lifestyle is medicine. Thank you.